0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We have a new sponsor you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you get cash. Use your knowledge on Symbol today to buy low, sell high, and earn your cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit w. Symbol, that's dot com to create a free account. We deposit, make sure you use the promo code SD, that's SD is in sugar daddy, to make your deposit risk-free. Visit the site and use the promo code SD. It's risk-free, which means if you know if you lose money, you know, Symbol can refund you. You know, it's no questions asked. Spotify Green Room. It's the live audio only sports talk platform. Talk to other fans, athletes, and stars in real time. Get on the conversations you listen to every day. Sharing experiences and takes. And of course, you know, you have a chance to be on your feature on your favorite podcast. Uh, just all you got to do is go to the Google Play Store or iOS App Store, download it for free, create your profile, link your Twitter, and come in with your spicy takes light-up shoes on, my light-up shoes on, my light-up shoes on, They love the way my kicks flash. This ain't a time to just sit back, cause there's a party on fit There's party on fit that party on Fitbit. If I'm trying to go, if I'm trying to go, I could be there in like 20. I'm a honker, and come running, cause we gotta hit the road, we gotta hit the road. So sure you gotta clean, shirt, clean, pants, new no shoes. No shoes. Welcome to our Pit Panther Rants, another sports rants podcast. Blood Harris, your host, brought to you by the sports drink. And yes, it's a party on Fifth Ave. Well, I mean it's a party because you know we had the pit wins on Saturday. Last night the Steelers won barely, but it's a win. Big shot, to Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I wasn't really um. I really wasn't uh, too keen that he was actually going to pull that off, that that drive. But he made an asshole out of me, that's for sure. Now, I posted a picture of my um, orthodontist, where my kid goes. He has Eddie Van Halen's... um, And, of course, people are asking questions about his stuff. So, on top of having A. Van Halen's uh, jumpsuit, he has A. Van Halen's guitar. So, yeah, he also has A. Van Halen's guitar. Yeah, he has a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, of course, my kid's braces I found out were gonna be six thousand dollars. And of course, after the insurance and stuff, I'm I'm forty seven hundred dollars out of pocket. So this is where the um if you're wanting, so that's where my money's basically going is to this guy's rock and roll collection. I mean I got a hand to him. He's a really cool dude. I can see why. I mean if I mean if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna siphon the pockets out of people, you might as well be nice about it. I guess. I mean, that could be taken many ways. I mean. But yeah, pit won, Pit one. Steers one. Barely. Ben Mann asked of me because I didn't think there was no way he was gonna drive back. You know, drive us back. And they won twenty twenty seven. Pit was a uh, Steers were minus seven. To f- a minus seven favorite that one. And of course, if you... I'm sure if you all bet the minus seven, that's... Pr- Actually, it was a weird weekend for any type of NFL bets. Because... Yeah, it was pretty much... I mean, if you wanted to bet, like, underdogs and shit. This was basically your weekend to do it. And yeah, just... You know, whatever. Anyways. Now, there's a lot of talk about this. Um... About making party on Fifth Ave, the actual song. Now, last night I have, to, I have to play something here. Hold on for a minute. Well, a whole bunch happened. Um, where is that? Um, oh, I gotta tell you guys about my, about my predicament that I'm that I'm that I'm in right now that I'm involved in as well. The, I, I mentioned this on Twitter as well, so I'll, we'll talk about that here. Let's find this here. Oh, yeah, here it is. Now, this is from Dan in Pittsburgh. He's at Dan in Pittsburgh. We're going to analyze this because this is fucking great. Let me unplug my thing here so we can get a better clip of it. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Okay, we got the Steelers promo coming. Let's see how long it is till we get the picture of the... Ah, the fact that we get to finish the sandwich. Then we got to the fucking french fries on the sandwich. (laughs) That's, that's all we do <laughs> in Pittsburgh. It's all we eat is for manis. We're just walking stacks of fried eggs and french fries. That's it. Pastrami. Salted, salty meats. And breads. Yeah, tattoos. <laughs> Steel. Damn. Okay, we got This is Steelers my favorite part. of The cup. beginning of it's my favorite. Let's see how long it is till we get the picture of the... Fr- ah, the fact not we get to finish the sandwich. Then we got to the, the fucking french fries on the sandwich. <laughs> I love this because, like, you know, Dan's like analyzing this and he's doing it in the Pittsburghese accent as well. That's the best part about this. It's like, they ain't get to finish the fancy sandwich. And no, he says, in fact, they ain't get to finish the fancy sandwich till get to the fucking French fries. <laughs> That's all we do is walk around, eat permannies, <laughs> you know, salty meat, you know, fried eggs and French fries. I mean, I mean, that's I mean, that was great. I mean, that was amazing. I think I played that clip in a continuous loop from that fucking game because that was just that's pretty much you know that's what we're gonna pretty much see when Pitt plays North Carolina on Thursday night. We're gonna see like um, um we're basically gonna see uh, we're gonna see the steel mills like we always freaking do, and it's really just Edgar fucking Thompson works because. That's really the only fully operational steel mill left in Pittsburgh, you know, because every one of them has been torn down. I mean, I mean, there's the there's the carry furnace that's, you know, it's a museum now. Uh, There's some parts of the homestead Mill are just still around as relics. I mean, there's the stacks. You have those. Uh, What else? I mean, parts of the J and L Mill, which 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 was which became LTV in Hazelwood. Part, you know, part of that's like some sort of freaking park now or something. I mean, I was really, I mean, I was, I admit, when they stripped that that warehouse down, I was really sad. I was really, I was really sad inside because for so many years I driven past that, even you know, because that you know, I driven past it so many times from like from a kid to an adult when I worked, you know, you know, and I always saw that blue warehouse. There was also another one that was kind of like a red rusted out, same thing they toured that down like I think the mid two thousands but like my uh, one of my coworkers said it you know they stuck into those you know to those warehouses and mills and he said it was like a you know a trip through time he said there was so much stuff there from like the fifties and sixty you know you know it was just a trip through time I mean he found stuff that was just still there I mean you know I had the Eliza furnace book where it shows like after the mills closed, they showed, you know, basically they showed, they showed um, workers' gloves, people's lockers, st- you know, still with stuff in them. You know, and of course, you know, coffee, that was still, you know, coffee pots and, sh- you know, stuff, you know, you know, that was just, they just left it there. And, um... I, you know, I do remember, I remember, you know, the south side part of it, I remember. I remember that being up, and I think I remember because I used to drive past it to uh, go to Neville Deck hockey games, and I, and, um, I remember that part of that collapsed. I remember at one point onto the street, but the, yeah, I mean that just, yeah, it was, that was a time in itself. And now I'm going, you know, and I mean, of course we have what we have, we have the Coke works in, in Clareton. They're hiring and Lord knows I, they had some sort of issues with, um, upgrading their plant and who knows how long that plant's going to still remain. And, um, of course we've got also the urban works in West Mifflin as well, but I think it's really about it. I mean, there's random, I mean, I think there's some other mills open that's, I think there's one in Manesson that's still open, I think. I'm not sure. That, I, don't know if, I don't know if that's a Republic Steel. I forget what it's called. But yeah, I do remember... I remember when the LTV works closed down in Hazelwood. That was like a Coke works. and They closed down in 1998, I believe. It was, it was, 97, it was 97 or 98, it closed. I think it eventually shut down in 98. They, 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 they tried to reopen it, is what happened. Our company tried to come in and reopen the mill. and uh, Unfortunately, people in that, in that neighborhood... And, um, Pittsburgh in general, it just enough was enough, but yeah, let me talk about my predicament I'm in. Uh, so my ex told me that, um, she was going out of town, I guess, well, she asked what I was doing it for Thanksgiving and I knew something was coming up because anytime, you know, when you have, when you're dealing with somebody like that, like an ex, you know, you have kids with a lot of times. For me, if they're being really nice to me, I know there's some sort of bullshit that's com- that's about to happen. So she asked me what I was doing, and she invited me up to Thanksgiving with her family. And so we're not together anymore. So why the fuck would I go up to her family's for Thanksgiving? I mean, that just makes no goddamn sense. And I said, no. I was like, hey, and she said, well, I want to keep the kids from you. And I said, no, I totally understand. I understand your mom's dying this may be our last Thanksgiving. You guys go and have a great time. And she's like, well, we need to talk about this. And so I told her, I was like, we can, but I'm not going. And she's like, well, why? And I'm like, how the f- the hell you mean why? So my, my oldest child, who's like 12, told me supposedly, she's told most of her family about our split up, but she hasn't told all of them. And there's key people that she didn't tell that we split up. And so, I'm I'm guessing she wants me to go and live out this freaking lie. And so, I'm like, no. So, I mean, it just... And I, that whole fucking day and that whole conversation just took me the fuck out. I mean, ugh. In fact, I mean, I, there's some things I gotta do yet. Yeah, there's some calls I gotta make. But yeah... That was pretty much my day in a my, my my Monday in a nutshell. But let's get to Pitt and Duke. And we got some Pitt Hoop stuff to talk about, because they start their game their their season and whatever. So Pitt uh defeated Duke on Saturday, 54-29. It was not looking good for Pitt in the beginning. At one point, Duke was leading for most of the half. And I thought to myself, this gotta be revenge- I mean we had a fumble. I mean and, of course, we had the safety. Yeah, safety, and then they had... Yeah, we had a safety, and then, then Duke scored a touchdown on the ensuing drive. And uh, I thought to myself, we're... I said, this is revenge for Dick Grote, right? Because there was an article by Dick Grote about how he was let like, go from Pitt, and they, didn't, they, they really didn't tell him they were moving on from him in person. They told, I think, his daughter... I believe, or gro- granddaughter, or just daughter in general, they 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 were moving on. I mean, that's what re- I mean. That's what really gets me is you know a guy like Dick Rude who who gave who gave a lot to pit basketball just by you know showing up and doing this 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 type of stuff. Our um his pay his his payment is uh, basically not even formally telling him that they moved on from him. I mean, it just makes no sense. I mean, there's I mean. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the athletic department under Heather has done some really good things, but they've done some really head-scratching things as well. I mean, there's some things that just make, you're like, you're just like, what the, what are you doing? And this is just, this is just one of them. I understand it was time to move on from Dick Road. I understand that. So... At least have the respect to tell him that, tell him face to face, or over the phone, and just say, "Hey, you know what? You know we're gonna have to. We're making some changes, and yeah, we're gonna, you know, make changes to our broadcast team. That's all they had to do. And maybe do, maybe do something for him. Say, hey, you know what? Can we do something for you? Though we we would love to. Like maybe have a Dick Road Day. Just anything." I mean, because they, 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 they did this guy wrong. Yeah. But, you know, by the half, though, Pitt, you know, let's go back to the game, though. By, by, by the half, though, um, Pitt was leaning 30-19, to um, 19, and, of course, they never looked back after that. I mean, there was no, Duke wasn't coming back in this game. I mean of course they had an injured quarterback as well and well they you know, you know they were done I mean it was just one of those games and Pitt actually covered the minus 21 or 20 and a half whatever you had for that game but looking at the full box score I mean can't pick Pickett 20 to 43 416 yards three touchdowns no picks uh the on on off I mean Pitt, Pitt ran as a team Pitt ran for 220 yards they averaged that they had over 600 yards in total offense I mean Jordan Addison, seven catches, 77 yards. Jared Wayne, five catches, eighty one. Shocky jockey, six catches for sixty-six. Again, Bartholomew had one catch for twenty nine yards, but it was a beautiful one, a beautiful tight end screen. And of course, on top of Kenny's uh four hundred sixteen yards, he had fifty seven rushing and a rushing touchdown. So yeah, I mean, some credit to the defense. I mean, they only allowed ten points in the second half. That's pretty much the same what happened with uh Miami. Yeah, we got North Carolina next week, and of course there was some shawty fishing in the Duke game, so I'm sure we're going to see more of it on Thursday. Because uh, you know the ACC just loves to blow their blue bloods. It doesn't matter how how you know how insignificant they are at this point; they just love to blow them. But overall, I was happy with this. Offensively, we didn't miss a beat, but. Scoring 50-plus to just win a football game. Pitt's going to have to do something here with that. I'm not sure if they even can at this point. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, we're pretty much stuck here. I mean, look at the rest of the thing. Let's see. Let's regress the rest of the ACC. Oh, let's pull my picks, by the way. Let's see how I did here. I have Pitt covering. Good job. But I had the under, I had him going under, and that obviously was a big failure. I thought maybe Duke, I thought Pitt would pull away from this game and make it, our, our, you know, a great thing. I have Virginia Tech winning this, being uh, BC, uh, at the last minute, Phil Jerkovic showed up, and you know, I'm sure if you bet on Virginia Tech, you pretty much were pissed off because they couldn't make up their minds. North Carolina uh, defeats Wake. I had that one. That was a shootout, and Wake just couldn't hold their lead. And, you know, when you, get, when you put in the in the, in the hands of the officiating, you know, good luck with that. I had Miami minus 10 against Georgia Tech. I was wrong on that one. Overall, I had a miserable weekend with the ACC. NC State, though, be Florida State. So I had that one. And, of course, I had Clemson beating uh, Louisville. Um, you know, whatever. Louisville just, you know, fuck Louisville. One and one, one and two, two and two, two and three. I was four and three in terms of the ACC this past week. No, good, for, you know, good, good for you, Watt. You know, you did a really good fucking job on that. Excuse my language. I'm on a on a roll. Let's take a look at the top twenty-five. How did I do on a top twenty-five? Oh, I had the Georgia. Yep, winning that one. I had a high state winning outright. But I also had the Nebraska plus fifteen, so I won that one as well. Uh, let's see, I had Ole Miss plus nine point five, and they, or minus nine and a half, they covered that one. God, if I would to just bet some of these games, I could actually. And, and, well, betting is one thing, but picking the right games that you to bet on is the other one, because you can be you can bet a whole bunch of stuff. I had Illinois with a plus fourteen and a half, holy shit, I had you know. If I would just, you know, go by my gut here, like nail these parlays, I would be really, you know, I could be able to, I could be able to, um, I don't know, probably pay my ex, pay my ex to go, go. I could probably, you know, make enough money to probably pay my ex to go the fuck away from me. Mr. Um, State winning. I mean, I'm right now I'm one, two, three, four, five, six and zero in the top 25 already. This is amazing. Oklahoma. I mean, I. I mean, plus I had the Ole Miss nine and a half and Illinois fourteen and a half. I could have, you know, I could have mixed those in with these parlays and. Wow. If I would just trust my picks instead of just, you know. That's the thing. I could, that's why I can never because I or trust them. I had Oklahoma State win in this game, I didn't have them covering. That's the key. So, because I, cause I you, just, you just can't bet against West Virginia in these type of things. Let's check. Take, let's see take a look at Auburn. How did Auburn do? Uh, let's see. At Auburn losing. First L of the day. I probably would have, if I would have played a parlay, I would have never used Auburn to begin with because they just can't be trusted. I had Mississippi State lost, and if you guys remember that, uh, Mike, um, Mike um, Leach wasn't too happy with his kicker, and that just happens. Uh, let's see, I had Alabama minus 28 and a half, and let's see, how did Alabama do? I think they didn't cover this one. I think they barely escaped this game. Yeah, they buy six. That's the, th- that's the thing, you guys, about these coaching changes is weird things will happen when you, when you change coaches. Kentucky. How did Kentucky do? Because I took Baylor all. I took, I took Baylor Else, no, no, I actually didn't pick Baylor in this, but a lot of people were picking Baylor minus the seven and a half or seven against TCU, but TCU changed their coach. And yeah, when you change a coach, weird things do tend to happen. Let's see, Kentucky lost that one, so now I'm starting to lose. Man, that sucks. Uh, Oregon, let's see, the high Oregon minus seven. Oregon minus seven, let's see. Oh, I had them covering that one, so I won that one. Now I did have Michigan minus 20 against, who did they play? Indiana. They covered the minus twenty. I mean, I'm not sure why Indiana's on a primetime game. I mean, I know they had, I know it had a great season last year, but I mean, that was that was a pandemic season. Of course, you know, of course they lost Phoenix as well. You know, he's out. But let's see, top twenty-five. I was 7 five, six, seven. Seven oh I started out. off at seven, and one, seven, and two, seven, three. Seven. I lost four straight. And I won the last two at nine and four, so almost like a pit football season, almost. Overall, I was thirteen and seven. Now against the spread, I was one and one. I was four and four and two. Four. I was like seven two against the spread. That's awesome. But let me tell you also what's awesome symbol it's the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge there are two ways off to make this money off symbol first every time a team you own wins you win you earn a cash payout secondly inside the stock market if you think your team's gonna win or increase in value you can buy low and sell high for profit use the promo code sd that's an sd is in sugar daddy to make your deposit you know your first deposit risk free that means you lose money and if you decide well wow, this this sucks symbol ref- refund your initial deposit no questions asked Spotify Green Room, it's a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download news. Talk to the fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Great for watch parties, post-game debates, breakdowns, and whatever else. You can share experiences. I mean, it's basically like Twitter, but it's audio and all that other happy crap. And, you know, you're not worried about dog AVs and whatever else. You know, give me a hard time. It could be featured on a podcast. Who knows? Maybe there's some guests that show up. I mean, maybe, you know... If it's Steelers, maybe, you know, that dude Kevin James, whatever his name was, that, that super fame will show up and tell you about how he straps on the pads to support the Steelers, and, you know, he'll raise Lombardi when, uh, you know, when it's, you know whatever. It could be anything. Uh, all you need to do is go and download the app on the iOS App Store, Google Play Store, create profile link your Twitter and Chrome with your spicy takes. All right, so we're done with that. So last night I saw that the uh, Jokic, I uh, got into a fight with uh, let's see Marcus Morris, and I have to talk about this. Yeah, Mar- Markeith Morris, and they got ejected. And I guess, I think what, the hilarious part about this um, was the photo op. Or was the photo op that the uh, I Miami mean, Heat took for this game? I mean, if you're letting that one dude come between you and you know, you know, tearing up, fight the Nuggets, then you had no intentions of ever fighting him. Mean, I mean, if you look at the photo, it's like a glorified photo opportunity. It's like, okay guys, we're going to do a photo, op, photo op of us. We're going to do a photo op of us. Uh, you know, just, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, just stand at the doorway here. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy, you go over here. Tyler, Hero, you just, you go over here. You, you know, you line up here. Yeah, yeah, you over here. And Yeah, good, good. I can see, I can see your faces now. That's great. That's good. Now, I need the guy at the door to, you know, you know, there there you go. Yeah, put your arm right there against the thing, you know, you know to the, the block them. Yeah, show you're, you're blocking them. You're obstructing them. Yeah, there you go. Okay, now, I don't, no, no no smiles now. I don't want to see no angry faces, just blank stares, okay? That's good. Now, let me take a few photos here. Let me get some filters in there as well, you know. We're not going to, I'm not going to give you guys the dog lips or anything like that, or any glasses, I gotta make you. I, I gotta make you guys look like you're, you know, you're really pissed off, and you're, you're, you're looking for bodies. Yeah, great, great photo. Now let me upload this. That's what that felt like, basically. I mean, Nikola Nikola Jokic was just sitting down at that point. If the Heat really wanted a piece of Nikola Jokic or whatever, you know, Jokic or whatever you pronounce it, they could have went and got him. He was just sitting down at that point. He was sitting down, not really giving a giving a flying shit. Yeah, you know, they were mad, and I guess um, supposedly they were at each other all day, the whole game. Supposedly he was, you know, joking, did some things, but supposing Morris threw an elbow, to, threw an elbow that exposed ribs, and you know that's just, you know, that's gonna piss some people off when you do things like that. Anyways, well, uh, pit hoops is starting tonight, and they're gonna have like nine scholarship players playing, so. Uh, I guess you could say we're back to the Willard years almost, but I mean, and we're basically building brick by brick again. Um, you know, depends on what we're building. I mean, if we're if we work for PennDOT, we're going to be building for a long, long time. But he's suspended indefinitely after this arrest. Um, long story short, let's see here. He was accused of hitting a uniformed officer in the face while holding a cell phone. Well if, you're a, you know, well, if you're holding yourself if you're striking an officer, well, that's not really a good idea. Let's see. Police have been called because around 1 a.m. because uh, the suit between Horton and a towing company who was towing his car. Frustrated upon finding his car, could not be taken off the back of the tow truck. Horton allegedly yelled at the officers, and the officer wanted to handcuff Horton. He initiated a brief foot pursuit before falling. Um, let's see here. Well... I'm curious why they handcuffed him. because normally if you're drunk and you yell at a police officer, a lot of times they just they just give you a, they cite you for disorderly conduct and that's it. So unless he was being a, real, I mean, you, I mean you have to be, I mean, well he was drunk too, so whatever. It depends on what kind of officer he ran into. At that point, some officers let it just they just write they just write you a citation, say. See you in court, you know whatever. I'm not sure what's what, what happened there. I mean, I just unless he was being really unruly, r- really being a complete asshole at that point. It's just whatever. Um, but um, at that point, you just um, you know he. he, he if they're your car your car already, there's nothing you can do about it. The, the police can't t- make you take it off. It's it's done. They t- The towing the employee has, has it. They're doing their job, and all you got to do is just call an Uber or whatever and just get it the next morning. I mean, you are probably have to pay a fee to get it out. That's just how it is. I mean, unless it was the cops that did it. I mean, unless they, they're working with the cops, of course. And the cops are towing it. But regardless of that, I mean, you're what's that's on. I mean, regardless of who's towing it, who's you know, it's there, it's gone. You can't do it. You can't undo it. You're you're fucked. So you gotta just take your L and move on. And if you are, you can't argue with a cop, especially on Carson Street at one o'clock in the morning, because you're always gonna lose no matter what. So he's out, and now Pitts pretty much, you know. Maybe something will happen here. I mean, if John Healy can make it back, I'm sure Horton will make it back as well. But he was Erling's returning scorer, and, you know, it's just... I'm not sure what happens at this point and what happens with pit hoops. Let's look at their schedule real quick. Their basketball schedule. Let's look at their schedule. Before we, uh, you know, move on with life. Um, let's see. Well, tonight to play the Citadel, and I guess the Citadel. supposedly plays an up-tempo offense. I'm afraid. Of, I'm afraid to fear what lineup for that game is. They got Citadel, West Virginia, UNC Wilmington, and those are three tough teams. That's th- actually all these games are tough for the most part at right now. West Virginia, UNC U.S.C. Wilmington is going to be a tough one because they're a mid-major and they don't really fuck around either. West Virginia is going to be a, pretty much a bloodbath unless some miracles happen. And then they got Vanderbilt and UMBC. I mean, they got basically five. I mean, Tosin at one point was you know, I don't know. There are obviously no you know nothing to screw with. I mean, well, Kevin. I mean, if if if, uh, if Kevin Stallings is this team of uh, you know. Players can beat hosts, and I'm sure, you know, cables team can. Who knows? But UNC Wilmington, Vanderbilt, and UMBC, and West Virginia—those are four games. You know, at the gate, it's a bunch of shit. And then, of course, they got Minnesota for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Then they got Virginia. And then they got the gossam Cloud against Colgate, and then Ma- they got Monmouth and Saint jo- Saint John's. Good f- Jesus, we're fucked. Wow. I'm just. I mean, unless. I mean, unless. Some, I mean, unless. I. I would love to be wrong about pit hoops, but just look at that. That schedule they got. I mean, they're just. I mean, unless some some things happen to fall within the cracks. They're fucked. I mean, I don't know what you. I don't know what you can do for them at this point. They're fucked. And um. I don't know. I mean, the non-conference schedule isn't isn't really does on paper doesn't seem like an easy one to me unless these teams are really bad. But I don't know what they can do. And then they go to ACC play and it's even worse. I mean, shit. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything because I don't need my tweet screenshotted again. You know. Although I've been very supportive of Jeff, It's just you know, I did, I did I was kind of negative, and I, let's face, it, I was negative for once, and I paid the price. But whatever, I don't know. I'm I'm done talking about pit hoops because I'm about to fall asleep. Anyways, guys, hell to pit. Uh talk to you guys probably or probably Thursday.